You're listening to the Shared Value Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Shared Value Project and the Shared Value Initiative. It's a place where leaders from around the world talk about the business of solving social issues. I'm delighted today to be at the Advancing CSR for Sustainable Futures Conference in Sydney and to be joined by Optus Group Sustainability Director, Helen Isaac. Hello, Helen. Hello, Helen. <laughs> a meeting of the Helens. <laughs> the joining of the Helens, the two Helens coming together. So thank you very much for um, the opportunity to talk to you. Yeah, great. Um, Helen, we, we've, we've sort of kicked off the morning by considering, you know, capitalism as a system and thinking about the, the, the momentum building around um, purpose-led business. Um, and, and really delighted to hear um, your executive, Andrew Boy, sort of talk about the Optus um, experience and the Singtel experience. Um, but I'd really like to hear from you, you know, you're, you're, you've certainly been at Optus for, for, for many years. Um, and I'm really interested to sort of uh, hear from you about how Optus is approaching this and, um, you know, and, and thinking about, you know, the redefining of capitalism and, and this purpose-led conversation. What's, what's going on at Optus in this space and how are you approaching it? Mm. Um, I think, uh, yes, I have been at Optus for a number of years and I've, I've seen um, the evolution um, in this space, you know, whether starting from a sponsorship level, uh, I think when I started at Optus, you know, we did a lot of great things in the community and uh, they were of value, um, but they were very sponsorship driven. And I think it was the days of, you know, let's just lock up our logos together and the halo effect of, um, of putting a charity logo next to a company logo. Um, and, and that was, uh, you know, the norm, um, you know, quite a few years ago. But over time, um, and certainly my background, you know, I worked, um, you know, in the NGO space and seeing that when you can do community development um, for positive impact and that you need to take a holistic approach, um, we started changing the way uh, Optus uh, did its its community investment. So we moved from that philanthropic sponsorship model to strategic community investment, um, you know, where we had um, very much measures around what's the difference we're making in the community, very valuable, um, and how is that aligned to the business in terms of is it an area that we, we really need to invest in because it impacts our business. But now we started to see the shift from integrating um, further into the business where it's not just about the social impact, but also there's the business benefits in that what people say is a dirty word on making profit and the commercialism. And years ago, I I think that companies were embarrassed to talk about um, doing social good while making money. It was, oh no, you can't do both. And you mentioned it earlier um, today and it, it was it was almost seen no, no they're two separate things you cannot do good and make money but I, I think that um, uh, we've seen a big shift in companies embracing the shared value concept of um, yes we we are part of the community so uh, w- however we've been taught or conditioned in the past around um, no, uh, doing good in the community is giving money or it's, it's a one-way thing. Um, 
But when you look at our customers and our staff, um, they want to buy product from companies that uh, are responsible, companies that have a purpose, that are adding value to their lives, whatever industry they're in. And we know that our people feel proud and want to work for companies where they feel that their values, their personal values are aligned with the company and they feel good about coming in every day and, and there's a greater purpose and a greater mission to what they're doing every day in their company. So um, I've seen that shift at Optus and uh, it's, it's a fantastic time really to be um, at Optus or I think in any company that's really embracing that shared value model um, and uh, it, it opens it up to what value can we add to our, our, our customers and our staff. So it's, a, it's an exciting time. I think some companies are still grasping with it, um, but it, we're, we're seeing more case studies and more examples of how companies are embedding it in the business, which I think is encouraging others to, to look at it and and adopt a similar approach or start thinking about it. Yeah, and and you just mentioned because I'm interested, you know, that this is not just a conversation that's having Optus. That your sort of your sense is that it can be used to actually address some of these issues that not not just Optus is facing, but you know, society more broadly. Mm. I think the te- technology space is such an, an um, uh, exciting space to be in um, because it changes so quickly, rapidly. Um, that's good and bad um, because once you've, um, before you know it, there's a new new product out there, there's a new innovation um, and you're getting up to speed with that. Um, and so there's uh, the technology um, space though enables us to really scale things very quickly, send out messages quickly. Um, as, as we know, our phone, you know, we're doing things, banking, um, uh, banking is done by phone. You can get healthcare services by phone. You can set up appointments with your doctor by phone. Um, you know, so the, the, the phone uh, technology is such a great, I shouldn't say the phone, technology is such a great enabler to deliver services, practical services um, and communication and, and, and enables you to scale very, very quickly. I remember when, um, you know, when I started at Optus, we were looking at doing text messages to customers to let them know a bushfire is coming their way. So we, we could segment out postcodes and we would send out a mass SMS blast to customers living in those postcodes codes to say, you need to evacuate. Well, technology has advanced a lot more than that. Now you can get on, um, you know, uh, platforms, the emergency services platforms, and actually see all the areas and it's a, see it live. So technology um, enables you to access information very quickly. Some people, however, um, those that are living in disadvantage don't have access to data, may not access, be able to access some of those services because of affordability. So there's pros and cons. And um, I I know at Optus we're very uh, keen to ensure that people that don't have access, especially young people, um, where technology can be used to advance people's education. Nowadays, um, kids do their homework. you know, on on platforms, on digital digital homework, um, they'll do webinars, and uh, you know, for young people who can't afford the data and can't afford, um, you know, plans, phone plans, 
very hard for them to to be able to access those things. So I think um, technology is is I think for those that that digital divide is real around those that can access and those that can't. So. You know, we're, we're working hard at Optus to look at innovative solutions on how do we not only add value to our customers, uh, but some of our customers also uh, have hardship and, and some families aren't able to afford the, uh, you know, afford the data plans. So we're, we're, look, we're, looking, we're looking at how we can innovate to make more accessible to those families who, and people that can't afford um, those, those sort of services. So, so you just mentioned um, innovation, and I know one of the mechanisms that Optus uses um, is your Future Makers program to, to uncover new ideas and innovation. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, Future Makers was really born, and Andrew um, mentioned it this morning, um, where Future Makers was really birthed because I actually was getting quite tired of uh, NGOs, charities contacting um, me and I, I'm, I know that they probably contacted all the technology companies um, if they wanted to build a platform, if they wanted to deliver and d- develop a new app, if they wanted to um, provide a new services that leverage technology, they came to us to come up with the idea, create the solution, um, launch the solution, maintain it, and they just sat there, you know. And I thought there's something missing here. Um, they need, you know, there's a lack of capability building, capacity building within the NGO sector to embrace technology because a lot of uh, NGOs were using very old systems, you know, um, still hard copies, soft, you know, paperwork, and um, and technology has rapidly changed the way NGOs can can implement and report and measure um, very quickly. So. It was through that frustration, I think on both sides, you know, even even the charities, they were frustrated, but, you know, they weren't, um, their, their money was going into programs rather than employing staff who had that technology capability. So it was through that, I thought, you know, we need to develop a program that builds capacity, but also encourages ideas um, that leverages technology for social good. So Future Makers was birthed on that. Um, and we opened it up to social entrepreneurs, um, social enterprises, and NGOs. And um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a program that is about capacity building, but also it's an accelerator. So we take solutions that have a minimal viable product and where they can be modified or pivoted, um, uh, expanded to, to, to be able to scale and grow. So um, Future Makers is, is about um, social purpose, really. Um, and so we, we got behind that program and it's, um, we launched it. Uh, it's now regional. Uh, Singtel group of companies have, have also picked it up. After Optus launched, Singtel launched Singtel Future Makers. Globe in the Philippines launched Globe Future Makers. And we also have AIS and Telcomcell um, who are on board with their social innovation program. So the program starts off at a local level. Um, we build in shared value uh, workshops within that and how we can um, leverage those solutions and internally for the business 
uh, for our customers or for our people. And then we also have a, a regional platform where our selected future makers can uh, join that program to help scale their solutions across Asia Pacific. So the program has grown quite considerably. But one of the things that we find ourselves also playing a role in educating and helping um, social enterprises when they're designing their solutions, are they thinking of things like safety by design? Are they thinking of um, human rights by design? So when they're building their platforms and their technology, what biases are being built in those solutions? Um, what safety is being built in those solutions? So we feel that we can play a role in equipping um, you know, for-purpose organisations that leverage technology, that are, as they're creating their platforms, as they're creating their solutions, that they're taking those filters into, you know, into play. And, and you know that that um, that entrepreneur component is, is, is so important. I mean, all, all companies, large and small, should be entrepreneurs and, and thinking about innovation in their own right. So um, we really look forward to learning more about the Future Makers uh, programs of the future. And on that note, we'd like to thank you so much, Helen, for taking the time to sit down and, and chat with me today. And and we're just so delighted that Optus is a part of our community and really look forward to supporting you as you continue. Thank you very much, Helen.